You got to be the one that makes the changes. Uh, change brings change, right? Whether it's good or bad. I've always said that. Don't know where I heard that or who I heard that from, but change brings change, right? So if you make a change uh, for the better, it'll it'll you know guide you in that direction. If you make a change for the worse, it'll it'll take you down that path. On my million dollar hustle, Entrepreneurship wisdom. Learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Here's your host, Billy the Kid, aka Billionaire. Like a millionaire and hustle like you broke. This free game to change your life, you better so. Think, think like a millionaire and hustle like you broke. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby. It is your boy Billy the Kid, aka BDK, aka Billionaire in this mug. Super excited today, man. Um, just got done doing an interview with such an amazing dude. Uh, he is part of the Get Uncomfortable Mastermind. And, you know, this dude, man, like, there's so much wisdom with this dude and, and just the growth he has done in the time that I've met him that uh, I've had the pleasure to be a mentor and just uh, he's just doing massive things man I cannot wait to get into this episode before we get started um, I just wanted to talk to you guys man uh, just to kind of give you guys a quick update of kind of uh, everything that we got going on Um, we just uh, put a nine plex under contract Uh, I'm excited about that Uh, we're we're gonna turn that place around and um yeah i'm i'm excited about that um and uh we just did a flip and we got another one going a couple other ones going so yeah uh, everything's going great and talking about flips if there's anybody in out there that um wants to invest uh, please hit me up if you need any lending for your next project hit me up um we we we've done some cool stuff man um we, we just did one in, in Florida, um, and we're doing one in, in Omaha. We're, we're doing some in Omaha, Columbus, uh, Lincoln. So, yeah, if you need lending for your next project, hit me up. Um, and uh, overall, uh, we, we got some stuff going with the construction company and uh, just for, for other investors out there. So if you need help with anything, just hit me up, man. Um, you know, more than just a service, uh, I'm more than willing to, to be an open book and just kind of put you on whatever, um, to help you out basically. So hit me up. Um, but uh, make sure you go grab a copy of my book too. Uh, the power of being uncomfortable. It is out everywhere. Uh, Amazon and get the audible, uh, get the audio version. Uh, it's, it's fire. I promise you, uh, talking about fire. Uh, we just had, a fire too, uh, uh, you know, and, and <clears throat> I think I bring that up guys just to mainly tell you guys that this is not, uh, a simple, easy thing. Uh, if you want to get into, I think any business overall, you, you're going to go through some stuff, man. Uh, you're going to go through things and, and it's just part of the journey. You have to learn how to uh literally put fires out like with with your businesses and something that we talked about in this uh episode today um but anyways um yeah and then i just released a whole new song uh shout out to yb the song is called never was a waste of time it is out everywhere uh spotify pandora apple music etc 
So go follow me on there. Follow my YouTube. And um, talking about my music, um, you're actually able to use my music and your stories on social media and get the lyrics to pop on. So make sure you do that, man. While while you're out there hustling, doing your thing, uh, there's a lot of good lyrics out there. And I'll just say that. That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? But uh, check it out. Check it out. And uh, there's there's a lot of good uh, theme songs out there that you can use for that. But I think that is all I got for now, guys. Enough of that. I'm just ready to dive into today's episode. Um, again, there were so many great gems, and, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe, follow the podcast, uh, give it a review. Without you helping, we're not going to get anywhere. So go ahead and hit the, the, the review, truly how you feel. If you think it's a five-star review show, then please drop a five-star review. And I truly believe that every episode is like a book, right? And so today is no different, guys. I, I think th this is a 10-star review show, but we can only do five. So, But no, enough of that, guys. Um, here is uh, Stephen Fisk is with Florco out of Omaha. Let's get it, baby. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby. It is your boy, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. Biddy K. Man, the guy I have today in here. It's been a long time coming, we'll say. It's it's going to be worth it, man. I, I'm excited to have him on today. Steven, how you doing, my man? I'm good, man. I appreciate you coming, uh, inviting me on and uh, sharing a little bit of what we're doing and a little bit of my story, man. See if it can help anybody else out there. Let's get it, man. Uh, I'm excited, man, because you're... You're such a great dude, man, that like businessman, you you got a lot of great things going on that I, I want to touch on today. Your story is like amazing. And I, I was actually talking about you to to my daughters, I think, what was that? Uh, like a week ago or something. And just, like the whole point of like all the stuff that you're doing and then just going back to the point where we met. And I think that's that's the important thing is we forget those moments sometimes when, you know, when something might make a difference in our lives. And it, I feel like that's what we've done to each other. And so I'm, I'm excited to have you here, man. Uh, uh, again, thank you for your time. Uh, you are part of the uncomfortables, man. So I would love before we touch on your story, I would love to just hear your feedback on what everything has done for you because you also did the one-on-one -on -one coaching that we just got done doing and uh i know i can see it but i would love to hear your feedback and, and it'll be kind of the same, same questions, questions, questions that i'll ask you for each uh each, each one, one. Let's, let's start, start with, with the mastermind. mastermind if we could start with the mastermind man the first question i have for you is just what do you think of the mastermind overall man the mastermind it's uh it's something that if, if anybody is looking to grow in anything that they're doing in life you can find um, individuals that are willing to come together to, you know, for the same reasons, um, whether it be business, personal, anything that's specific. So masterminds, specifically this one has, has helped me grow, has helped, and it's trickled down to my family as well, it's trickled down to my wife. And so it's masterminds, I think, are honestly that continued education or part of that continued education that everybody should be a part of in some way, some fashion, whether it be something formal like Billy is holding up with us um, and being part of the uncomfortables or if it's just you and a couple friends getting together every week or every couple weeks to get, you know, uh, kind of share some of the ideas, wins, losses, just uh, similar as what we do 
every week. So masterminds, man, uh, I'm, I'm a part of a couple of them now, and I believe I'll always be a part of masterminds in some way, some fashion for honestly the rest of my life. So um, if you are looking to get better at anything, masterminds is a, are, are they're, they're a great way to start. Boom. I love it, man. Love it. Love it. And what has changed for you since working with us, just working with the uncomfortable mastermind? Yeah, man. Uh, mindset, I think, uh, although I've, I feel like I've always had a pretty a real positive mindset overall. Um, there's still been, I don't care who you are, you're going to have some kind of limiting beliefs of some sort. Um, coming together, talking to people uh, in a positive way is always going to help your mindset. And so I think that's probably my biggest growth that I've taken so far is mindset and what we can do. Um, setting goals, right? We set goals a while back. We set goals every month, but in general, we set goals when we first started this whole thing. And my goals now are blowing those goals out of the water because uh, 10x, you know, you want to take those goals and you want to 10x those if you can. And I think at the beginning of those uh, of the masterminds uh, that we started, I don't think that I had those big goals um, I didn't believe that I could truly get to those big goals and now it's a whole nother thought process with me. So I think that's a huge part of uh, my growth during this time. Love it, man. And then business wise, what has changed since then and now changes, you know, changes, bring changes, man, uh, positive changes in the business. We've, uh, changed the structure of our business, how I run the business systems in the business. Um, we're putting people in place, uh, had those beliefs. Oh, it's tough to pay someone X amount of dollars this every year to handle this. Well, um, it's, it's uh, just overall goes along with growth mindset, man. So, um, that's all played a part all together. I love it, man. And what's like a key takeaway that comes to your mind right away. Key takeaway, man, is, uh, I'll say this. Um, I was one of the people that, uh, I started the mastermind with you when it first started. I think there was maybe six, seven of us or so. Um, I think I was in it for two months and I, and then, and then I, I disappeared and, uh, and then I came back because I knew that something was missing. So I think a big key takeaway is really, I knew that I was missing something and I realized it and then I took action to come on back. And so, um, and I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't come on back. So I, I, I mean, I, I do, I think me actually coming back to the mastermind was a part of those first few months that I was involved and then I realized what I was missing. I mm, love it, man. And uh, what are some things that you've learned uh, or just one thing and just whatever, just whatever comes, comes to your mind, mind right, right away? away. Um, just making sure you continue to network, making sure you continue to, to reach out to people. Um, it doesn't matter. So Billy, me and Billy, again, we're going to talk about the one-on-one, -on -one, but I mean, even though he's been my coach before, that doesn't mean I can't have another coach or try another coach out. Like I said, I'm in another mastermind too. Um, so always be, have that abundance mindset. Um, Billy understands he's the, well, he knows because I've told him, uh, he's done a, a real good job of helping me and coaching me along the way, but he also understands like, Hey, you know, if you might want to see another angle of a coach. And so that's something that's, uh, that jumped to my mind right away. Mm, love it. And then one of five star rate, man. Yeah, man. I mean, there's always uh, room for growth in anything. So, you know, uh, definitely up there is going to, you know, I'll say 4.5, man, you know, it's, it's going to be close to a five, but again, nothing's perfect. Uh, Billy knows that we all know that everybody listening, I believe knows that too. So, 
Um, I think that there's always room for growth, but Billy's done a great job of kind of leading us as a coach, mentor in that mastermind setting. Boom. And then would you recommend it? 100%, man. Uh, it's funny because we've talked about this, but I've recommended it to several people, whether it be joining the, the Get Uncomfortable Mastermind, uh, potentially, or just going out and finding another mastermind that maybe works uh, better for some another individual. Um, I've recommended masterminds in general, and I would 100% uh recommend doing uh, or joining Billy's uh, Get Uncomfortable Mastermind. Um, but it's tough to understand what a mastermind is or what it can do for you if you're not open-minded and you're not willing to grow. Um, so a lot of people might not see the value in it, but basically until you come into it and you are also dedicated to it. So, so true, man. True, man. And then yeah, I'm going to run, run down, down through those, those questions. questions. I love your answers, answers man. man. I, I appreciate it. I, again, we'll dive into your story right now. But with the one on one coaching, uh, because we just did it, we started at the very beginning of the year. And then as we're recording, this is July and we just finished in June. It's a six month program. What do you think of the one on one coaching overall? One on one coaching, it's a it's a deep dive. So basically, you take the mastermind. Yes, you get to share what's going on with yourself kind of your wins, your struggles. You can get some feedback from multiple angles, um, maybe some people that have been in the same position. Um, but uh, the one-on-ones are obviously a lot more personal. Um, you can have a lot more in-depth conversations. And again, me and Billy, uh, fortunately, we were able to actually get together in person. Uh, so I think that was a little bit of a bonus. But uh, we were able to get, in per- get together um, personally uh, several times although we did a few on Zoom, but I mean, it's something that uh, it takes it to another level. So it takes that mastermind and it's another step up. Boom. So, so that, that's, that's literally how I would describe it too, man. And then what has changed for you since doing the one-on-one coaching? So I'll say this, the beginning of the year, um, we actually did the, uh, uh, the goal setting with you too. Um, and basically shortly after that is when we started the one-on-one. And I'll say I've seen... And I've, I've felt the most growth within myself, within business, the last six, six seven months of this year. Um, I've been in business for about seven years now. And so being able to say, hey, I can definitely see the biggest growth within my mindset, with what we're doing, taking action, um, all within the last six months. It's uh, a tribute to, I mean, a combination of things, but I think it is definitely uh, that one-on-one is, is huge, huge impact on that. Uh, one-on-ones have helps me helped me tremendously but it's also trickled down to my wife um so i think that's a beautiful thing which also trickles down to the kids um so i mean it's a it's something that it's a it's a one-on-one in-person thing we have conversations we talk about what's going on how we can get better um but then also that always comes out in your personal life too and and makes you a better person overall boom and then how was your business before the one-on-one and then after so I'll say unorganized. Uh, uh, the last six months have been a lot more of me getting things organized in the business overall. Um, I would say that organization is definitely key. Uh, I, I would say that I also knew that before um, the beginning of this year when we really kicked that into gear. But I think, again, masterminds, one-on-one specifically, has really uh, put things in per- 
to perspective and set it up so that way I can organize my life, my business in the way that it's going to run smoothly, which in return, uh, employees uh, love that. If things are organized and things are going the right way, they appreciate that too. So again, they work harder. Um, we've implemented other things that give them incentives. So just overall organization has been has been really key to to, to getting better. Well, and it's funny. My next question is like, what's a key takeaway for you personally? Man, a key takeaway, man, is just going to be um, I, I, I knew that it would be good to get involved in these types of things. Um, I didn't know it would be I didn't know it would help this much in this short of a period of time. Looking back, sometimes I will say this. Sometimes I'll be sitting there. It's like, man, like, am I doing things? Am I going the right direction quick enough or fast enough? But then if I'm actually saying, hold on, I got to take a breath, got to think about what we have actually done these last six months, it's been a lot. So uh, that's a, a big takeaway is that we've definitely been making some growth in the last six months for sure. Boom. I love it, man. And then uh, what's like one or some things you've learned just with the one-on-one -on -one coaching? One-on-one uh, -on -one coaching, man, has taught me a lot overall. Um, patience, you know, this is not going to be an overnight, you know, success type of thing. Um, I definitely got to be reminded of that. Uh, I think that's really one of the biggest things is that this is a long-term play, you know, whether it's business, uh, floor co, we do some uh, house flipping too. So we've done that in the past. We plan on doing more real estate investing. Um, and so I think it's just, uh, it's something that I, I want to continue to grow. And I know that I got to be patient about it. Boom. Love it, man. And then I want to start rate. And then would you recommend it? I'll just ask you both questions in one. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely going to be up there again. You know, four and a half stars, baby. Uh, it's tough to give anybody five stars, you know, and, and Billy knows that he's, he's shaking his head at it. Uh, because he understands there's always room for growth for anybody, for anything. So, um, and 100%, we're recommending this to, to anybody who's willing to have the uh, open mind to, to grow themselves. Boom, man. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate it. And it's it's been a, a journey, man. I, I, and I can see it. We, you have so many big goals now, man. And, and I can't wait to, to see you at the top. You already yes, know. Sir. So, yes, with that being said, man... Uh, if we could start off, where are you from? Like, where were you born? Like, yep, yeah, man. How'd you so, get here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, all the way down to Lincoln. Uh, so, born in Omaha, man. Uh, Midtown is where I've grown up. My mom still lives there. Uh, we uh, grew up in a house just off of Dodge Street, which is basically the center of the city. Uh, and uh, it's 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 come a long way, man. We we've uh, we've grown a lot over the time. We've Definitely taken uh, some things from the past and and uh, uh, built upon that. So a lot of our history and a lot of the things that I've went through have basically obviously got us to where we are today, got me to where I am today. Love it, man. And then how, because you're, you're a big advocate on just like the whole college thing, which that's a whole other subject, but how did you end up with flooring? And just as a contractor, uh, where did you get your start? Yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, so, so back in what, 2010 or so, I, I guess I'll back up a little bit. High school, graduated high school. I knew I never really, I wasn't a fan of school in general, um, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Didn't really, wasn't really hip on trades. Didn't really know how to get in them. Um, I would say that's part of our, our system, right? They don't educate us on 
uh, enough on what we can do and what our all of our options are. So coming out of high school, um, I knew that I didn't want to go to school, but I always was grinding. I always was looking to make some money some way, somehow. So I was working, doing this, doing that. Um, come out of high school, opted out of college, went ahead and uh, worked at a printing company for a while. And fast forward a little bit, 2010, um, crash comes around. We all get our pay cut. I was actually making decent money uh, being, what, 20 years old or so. Uh, we all get a pay cut. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back to school, probably get into sports again. So I actually went to Iowa Western, uh, was going to play some baseball. Long story short there, just wasn't for me. School was not for me. So moved on from there and... Uh, good old Craigslist days, man. I uh, got on Craigslist, got a job in about 15 minutes. <laughs> it was with a, a guy that was doing flooring, carpet, and tile mostly, and jumped on with him. I think I started the next day, and I think a few months or so with him, we ended up doing a hardwood floor, a pre-finished hardwood floor in one of the new uh, a new construction home. And I knew at that moment, I was like, man, this is what I want to do. I don't want to do carpet. I don't want to do tile. I want to get my hands on, on installing hardwood floors. So I moved on again to a big company in Omaha and worked my way up from there. So I worked my way up, was a lead in that company uh, within probably a year or so, and uh, just focused on growth. I didn't know where it was going to take me, but uh, ultimately left Timberland that was a business that I worked with, a very reputable company in Omaha. Left them after kind of building some uh, connections and went off and did my own thing, man. And so it was it was kind of a, it, it was nothing that I planned on doing. I never really thought that I would be in flooring. Um, but uh, here we are, man. And it's just kind of a, the part of the journey that happened. I love that you said you never thought that you would be in flooring. And I think that's a very, very important point there because as you already know, we get deep in the show, man, and the the mindset behind everything. I'm big on purpose. And when purpose comes, you better, op when, there, when purpose starts knocking on your door, man, you better open up. And I feel like that's the definition of your story because uh, I know we've had these conversations where even with the construction company, sometimes I kind of just push it to the side. I'm like, ah, hey, you know what? And then it just keeps knocking on my door man so how how would you tell somebody out there listening that has no idea how would they go about finding their purpose and and it sounds crazy those of you who are listening but everybody has a purpose it doesn't have to be that you're going to be a rock star or anything crazy like that right like flooring has changed your life so how, how would you define somebody can find purpose out there yeah um honestly you got to be good to people. Uh, I think I attribute like where I am today with how I communicated with people, how I treated people. Um, and I think the conversations and the connections that I made kind of led me down the path. Right. So, um, I'll back it up. The first company that I worked for doing flooring, um, awesome guy, Don, shout out to him. He taught me a ton, obviously. Uh, I still talk to him to this day. So I made that connection. Um, even though when I left his company, you know, we still were, were in contact, right? So um, keeping good communication and good contact with people is going to help you guide your way. You might not know what you want to do. So um, life is going to take you kind of the way it wants to go, but you also have to have uh, a thought of your own direction. I knew in my mind that I was going to be my own boss one day. 
who knows what it was going to be, right? But um, everything that I did after high school up to this point um, was part of was part of the journey. So I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I just was kind of moving along. Once I did know, though, I took action and went ahead and and said, "All right, this is what I want to do. This is how I know I can make these connections and build a business." And it just so happened to be flooring. Mm, I love that, man. It's so true. So those of you who are listening, just open that door when the opportunity comes knocking. So let's move forward a little bit. Uh, you've done some real estate too, man. You you do real estate. So let's let's touch on that real quick before we make it in full circle with everything. Uh, how did you get into real estate? Why did that? How did you get that calling? Man, real estate's always been something that's on my mind. Uh, I've I went to my classes to be a realtor. This was years back. This was probably almost 10 years ago. Um, took the classes to be a realtor, realized I did not want to be a realtor. That wasn't what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be involved with real estate one way or another. Just didn't know exactly how that was going to look once I eliminated being a realtor. Um, at that time, I didn't really know about necessarily investing. Um, I was kind of uh, closed-minded to that. I didn't, nobody had introduced that to me. But I did finally, um, I guess I actually it kind of ties with flooring. We started building the business and getting contacts. And, oh, now we're working with people that are flipping houses all the time. They're calling us back. Oh, yeah, we bought this property. We need you to come do this floor again. And I'm like, man, this is interesting. They're involved with real estate. So uh, made those connections and, and grew from there. Um, but so I once I really started diving into real estate, um, basically, you know, YouTube University, listening to podcasts, bigger pockets. And this was probably maybe five, six years ago. Um, I really started reading about self-storage. So I was all over the place. I didn't know if I wanted to flip, if I wanted to try to get some rentals, self-storage, what it would be. Um, so I kind of educated myself on everything, a little bit of everything. Then fast forward some years, finally started taking action. And uh, somewhere in there, I know I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, got into uh, real estate meetups uh, here in Omaha or or back in Omaha. We're in Lincoln right now. <laughs> Shout out L-Town. <laughs> but uh, but uh, so got involved with, uh, you know, doing, uh, getting involved with people. Again, making connections. It kind of goes back to the same way as how we got started with Floyd. Making connections and uh, kind of move my way forward. It's been a slower process with real estate, which is no big deal. Our, our, our main focus right now is flooring. But uh Real estate is going to be something that we continue to grow. Um, we've got a few flips under our belt right now, and we continue to do. We'll, we'll continue to do some flips and, and move on to uh, holding on to properties, and you know maybe we'll expand and, and do some self storage too. So it's just all kind of. Uh, I'm excited to see where that part of the journey goes. Um, but I've definitely learned a lot in real estate too these last few years. You've done some flipping, man. So what are like three lessons you would give somebody about flipping? Know your numbers. Definitely know your numbers. Uh, I'd say know your numbers. Don't uh, don't invest too much in the property. That's not going to give you a return. So you don't necessarily have to put the highest of highest uh, quality products in these properties necessarily, unless the property warrants it. I get it. If 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 it's in a high end neighborhood and you need to go for that price point, that's great. But I made the mistake a couple times of doing a little bit too much. And I've kind of had to back up a little bit. So um, knowing your numbers, being smart about what you're doing and how you're going about it. And then um, I would say 
get multiple estimates and make as many connections as with contractors that you can because um, you ultimately want to grow a team overall. So I'm big on kind of sports and, and team orientation. So I would say building a team is probably the biggest thing that you need to do. Mm, I love that, man. Those, those are lessons right there. And, you know, uh, to add on to what you were saying, like don't do more than what the neighborhood calls for, right? Like that's essentially one of the lessons there. And I see that over and over. It's like this neighborhood does not require a high-end backsplash, for example. Like yeah. I can run it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I love that, man. And, and so let, let's go back to flooring, man. Uh, when you first started, you said you had somebody in there that you kind of worked for and stuff. Somebody that's trying to get into any business, like, is that what you would recommend for them to do first? Uh, because I, I, I think that you have to get your hands dirty, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If you want to do anything, uh, go work for another company and learn about it. Uh, don't think that you can watch some YouTube and read a couple books and, and go do it. You know, um, that wasn't the plan with flooring necessarily. I was still young. That was my mindset. Go work for someone. Right. I didn't necessarily say, oh, I'm going to go. I want to learn this trait to go be my own boss at the time, even though I knew in the back of my head, I'm going to own a, my company one day. Just didn't know what it was at that time. Um, but yes, definitely go work for um, a company or somebody who's doing it and doing it the right way too. Uh, definitely want to throw that out there. I think I was fortunate to to find Don to to start me off in the flooring industry, and then again uh, work for another uh, big company that was doing things the right way in Omaha and was able to learn from obviously both of them. Um, so go work for somebody, even if it's free for free. I mean, if it's something that you know that you can invest some of your time in and you don't necessarily need the money, uh, go work for free. I mean, that's going to give you, that's going to show that company or whoever you're working for uh, that you're, that you're in it, that you really want to learn. And they're going to ultimately return and help you as much as they can too. Mm, so true. One of the things you mentioned when we were doing the one-on-one coaching uh, testimonial, you said, Sometimes you question, right? Like, am I going in the right path? Uh, and I think that's just entrepreneurship in general. Uh, I think we we all do, right? Like, <laughs> like, is this where I need to be doing right now? Uh, what are some of the ways that you answer that to yourself sometimes when, when you do question that? Yo, we'll be right back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle podcast. Before we continue, I want you to go grab a copy of my book, The Power of Being Uncomfortable. It is out on Amazon. It is out on Barnes & Noble, Walmart.com, Target.com, and everywhere else books are available. The great news, guys, is you can go to BillyTheKid.com and grab an autographed copy. That is right. I'm going to mail you an autographed copy right now. Audiobook is also available on Audible, and everywhere else audiobooks are available. So go listen to it. Go grab yourself an autographed copy, and I'll see you on the other side, baby. And now back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast. It's tough, man. I think uh, it's those things, those questions that you ask um, when you're by yourself. Um, I think that you need to kind of slow down. I, this is what I've done is is try to get myself isolated, uh, slow, whether it be in my truck or whether it be, you know, stopping at a lake and, and just kind of just chilling and looking at what's going on and just kind of being able to reflect on what's going on um, and really thinking back. Okay, okay we're, we're five years ago or three years ago, one year ago. In the past, at that time, what was I thinking? What what did I think I'd be doing in the next five years? And a lot of times you think back and you say, oh, five years ago, 
I said I wanted to have, you know, an X amount of dollars in revenue. And here we are. Right. So you you got to you got to definitely make sure that you are reflecting in your past and, and, and your past goals and, and and make it pat yourself on the back when you know that you've actually accomplished those. Mm, so true, man. I love that answer. And overall, what is like the best piece of advice that you've ever heard? Ooh, that's a tough one, man. Best piece of advice I've ever heard. Uh, I it, it's 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 tough to pinpoint that. Uh, trust yourself. You know, be confident. Uh, I'm trying. We might have to come back to that one, man. I might be somebody <laughs> to put put in the back of my head and kind of think because because I want to give you something that somebody's actually gave me and not just something that I might have heard or 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 listened to, but something that somebody said. Hey. Maybe look me in the eye. I said, "Hey, this is some advice I want to share with you." So let, let's 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 come on back to that. Yeah, one. yeah. I got let's that do it, man. Pocket, sure. <laughs> I like that. And then while we think of that, uh, what would be the best piece of advice that you would give somebody? Uh, in we won't even put a level. Like, are they starting out earning? Just in general, in life, what would be the best piece of advice? Continued education, man. That's it. Continued education. Uh, make sure you're implementing yourself into. Um, anything that you can can surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do. Uh, continued education is something that I think is highly overlooked. And once people get to a certain point, they might think that, oh, uh, I've made it uh, or I've come this far or I hit my goal. Um, there's always more you can learn. It doesn't matter who you are or, or what you're doing. So uh, keep reading, keep listening to podcasts. Podcasts are huge nowadays, right? So um, they're there, you know, if you can continue education, you're going to go somewhere, period. I love that, man. And, and you're big on education. I, I would love to touch a little bit because you're full of nugs when it comes to flooring, man. Like there are so many things that go along with that. Can you throw us some nugs on just flooring overall? Like there's a lot of, it's art. I, I truly believe that construction is art, whether it's, you know, when, when we do roofs, like I see the patterns and, and all that as concrete, anything. So what what's yours like what's some nugs that you could give us on flooring yeah man uh construction in general i think uh gets like to your point like people think that it's just we're just hard working dirty clothes you know not uh don't care about our work etc um i think that the biggest nug that i can share with you is to to be better than the next company do things that other people aren't doing because if you're doing something if you show up with a collared shirt clean shirt clean vehicle compared to the next guy who shows up with a ripped shirt, paint all over him, whatever it might be, kind of a dirty vehicle. Um, that first impression is going to be huge. So I think that's uh, that's definitely huge. And that's definitely something that we've embraced. Um, it's investing in yourself. Yeah. You know, those things cost money, um, but ultimately that's going to come back and return for you. I love that answer. And I think it's education is never ending. That's for sure. And it, whether it's a trait, your mindset, all that good stuff. You're you're big on leadership, man. And that's why I feel like your company is where it is and where it's heading because you're a great leader. And leadership is it's, it's tough. For those of you who are listening, uh, I think we sometimes business-wise, people forget that yeah, this is a people business. business. We need people to survive, to have conversations with and all that. And also business-wise it's easy to look at numbers sometimes instead of employees as family or just people in general like we have people so what are what are some stuff that you could throw out there for just leadership and, and dealing with uh, employees and all that good stuff yeah man no, i i appreciate that um 
I, I've come a long way uh, as far as being a leader. Uh, there's still lots of growth for leadership within myself. Uh, but again, I'll say even in the last six months, uh, going back to uh, we've been doing the mastermind for just over a year now. Uh, but the one-on-ones for the last six months, and I say the leadership had—it's it, something that you actually have to work on. It's not like something you can just say, "Oh, I'm gonna wake up and be a better leader tomorrow, and I'm gonna do X, Y, Z." Uh, you actually have to again educate yourself on how to be a leader, how to um, talk to individuals, how to communicate with individuals. Because yeah, you don't want your employees or people working with you. Um, to think that you're so superior than them. You want to make sure that they feel like they like that we want you to be there. Um, and there's there's a lot that goes behind that. So I when I first started business, um, and I guess when I first started ha- hired my first two, one or two guys, I was not a good leader. Um, I was someone who's like, okay, if you're here, you should be wanting to work, you should want to learn. And if you don't want to try to learn, then see you later. Uh, but I've learned that you definitely have to guide someone like they if they show up, I guess that's you know part of them wanting to learn. But you actually have to guide them and not only just in whatever business you're in, but help them in their personal life too. give them advice, guide them to um, maybe masterminds or guide them, give them a book, you know, help them grow as well. Don't just think that they're just someone there to just help you only. Uh, you have to give back in return. So I think that's huge with with, with leadership. So we try to um, give back to the guys, try to help them out if we can in any kind of way, uh, make sure that they know that I want to help them out as well too. So that's that's how we kind of go about it. Still tons of um, things that I need to learn on leadership, but uh, definitely some some big changes the last six months. Mm, I love that, man. Great answer. And you could see it, man, like I said. And w- to go along with that, people that are out there, we were just talking off air just about contracting overall and just a construction company. It's, it's definitely not a walk in the park. No, <laughs> there's some, some day, <laughs> I think people think we just get things done and collect money. And that's all we do. Like there, there's a lot, somebody that uh, is listening that might be interested in kind of what the stuff that you're doing, um, what would be like the first thing they should do? Uh, reach out to me. If you're interested in what I'm doing, man, hit me up. Like I'm always down to share. Um, I think that's uh, natural for somebody who's uh, who ultimately wants to learn. They usually want to share what they learn too. So I've been through, you know, seven years of flooring business. Obviously, I haven't seen it all, um, but uh, but I've definitely learned a lot during that time. And so, if you're interested in any kind of way, shape, or form about flooring or just generally even in contracting. Uh, whatever it is, uh, definitely hit me up. Uh, I know we'll, we'll share how to get a, get a hold of me at the end of the show, but um, I'd be 100% willing to to meet or to talk to to anybody about it. So, um, and that kind of leads me to this too. I mean, I, I try to meet as many people as possible. Um, I try to have lunch meetings with individuals that are you know like minded. Um, so if I see uh, a post on Facebook about a contractor who's looking to build relationships. I might reach out to them and say, hey, man, like that's kind of my thing, too. I like to build relationships. Let's go have a grab a bite to eat and uh, kind of talk and see what we can do for each other. It's not necessarily like, hey, man, I just want to come do work for you, you know, or like, what do you have for us? It's like, hey, how can we grow together? So um, relationships are huge. I love that. And the 
it's it's everything i think is simple not easy right we talk about that all the time and i think any business out there those of you who are listening you want to get into a business you got to just know that if you're not willing to go through some crazy stuff <laughs> s word if you're not willing to go through some crazy shit don't even start honestly and i'm talking five years like can you handle some crazy stress for five years and if you're not don't even start and it sounds harsh guys but that's just the reality i think that you you have to have thick skin and so that leads to my question steven how do you handle those days as an entrepreneur man you uh my wife hears about it <laughs> uh, quite a bit. She did. She she she's come around a lot more because she's a lot more involved with the business now. So she she uh, it, it's a different type of venting to her now. But honestly, man, the, the way the way you want to do go about those things is uh, obviously stay positive. Anything you're doing, you gotta stay positive no matter what. Find the positive in any bad situation that you come across. You're gonna come across them. It's gonna happen. You're gonna have to try to put out fires. Um, and you know get through it, get it done, uh, be positive as possible, make it happen. And ultimately, you know, you want, uh, if it's a situation with a client, you want that client to, um, you, you want to have hundred percent satisfaction if you can, that's always the goal. Um, and so just push through it. Um, if you gotta, again, I kind of, uh, sometimes I'll get off on my own and, and kind of just kind of decompress from some, from some things, um, and think about some things maybe, but it's something that, uh, you're going to, like you said, it's going to happen. It's going to happen several times. Uh, if you take uh, my last five years of business and, and I could, I could tell you several times where there were situations that either we made mistakes or we had a situation with clients that we didn't agree upon. But uh, ultimately, I mean, I think I truly can say that I, I think everybody that we've worked with knows that we were trying to do a good job for them and that we were trying to do it the right way. So um, if you can at least get that across, even if you don't agree, um, I think you can move on mindfully. You can be uh, peaceful in your mind, I guess, about the situation. All right, man. Are you ready for the question that we skipped on earlier? Because it is a, it is a tough question. It is a yeah. tough question, especially when it's like out of nowhere. You're probably like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. What's, What's the best, best piece of advice, advice man, that you've ever heard? So best piece of advice that I've ever heard is, is – uh, any kind of any any situation or goal that you have, um, if you can ask yourself instead of saying, "Oh, I can't do that," or "That's that's going to be hard to do," ask yourself how you can do it. Um, and even if you can't do it, you still go through that process of, you know, the steps to take to get to that point. So, I mean, even if it's something that's unattainable at that time, you put yourself through the process of figuring out. Okay, these are the steps that are that I need to take to get that goal or whatever that that might be. So um, I think that's one of the biggest uh, best advice that I've ever heard before. Um, along with that, I will say uh, to kind of tag team that is you know uh, kind of goes back ties to a book, but uh, who who not how essentially who can do this instead of how can I do it? And that's gonna essentially for me what it did was take took hats off of my head within the business. So that way it allowed me to grow. So a combination of two things there, but uh, I think those two things got to go hand in hand and uh, some some very good advice that, that I received um, over the years. I like that, man. And uh, we were talking off air about Brandon Turner too. And one of the questions he asked, I'm going to ask you is what's the worst piece of advice you've ever gotten? <laughs> worst piece of advice I've ever gotten? A uh, shout out to mom. I love you, mom. <laughs> 
But, oh uh, man, yeah, yeah. So uh, when when I was first starting this thing, and, and I had it in my head like, hey, I'm gonna go start my own flooring company, and I'm gonna leave. I told my mom, and just my whole family scarcity mindset overall. To be honest, uh, love y'all, but um, it just is what it is. And you know, my mom was like, oh you shouldn't do it. Don't do it. You know, how are you going to pay your bills? What if you can't pay your bills? You know, this and that. And it was a hundred percent, you know, this is how she grew up. Right. So, I mean, it's nothing against her. It's just how uh, her mind worked and how her mind was uh, kind of geared, geared for that. So um, basically worst, worst uh, advice I've ever got is don't do it. <laughs> so, and that's, that's a battle, man. man. I, I, let's, let's touch on that, man, because that, I, feel I feel like that's, that's definitely a battle because we're over here breaking generational curses, right? Like we're trying to take our family to this other level and, and leave a legacy like that. I think you can agree that that's what you're doing as well. And what do you think it takes to do that? Cause it's a, you, like, there's some chains and sadly, there's a lot of people that never break through those. They live the life that they were passed on the mentality that they were passed on. They know it all right. Like they they're stuck in that wheel and that's it. And they die unfortunately with that mindset. How do you think uh, somebody can change that? Like, what are the steps that you're taking? Uh, you got to be the one. You got to be the one that makes the changes. Uh, change brings change, right? Whether it's good or bad. I've always said that. Don't know where I heard that or who I heard that from, but change brings change, right? So if you make a change uh, for the better, it'll it'll you know guide you in that direction. If you make a change for the worse, it'll it'll take you down that path. So um, I think that. Uh, definitely, I'm I'm looking for to uh, to make those generational changes in in my family, um, and and I think that uh, you know a continued education is going to help that, but uh, that's the path that we're on, and and unfortunately, like in the past, I didn't grow up with any entrepreneurs, anybody that took risks, um, or or anything like that. So honestly, I don't know where this came from, but it was just in me. I knew that I was going to be somebody who's not going to. Uh, have other people dictate what I want to do ultimately. So my, obviously my, my goal is to, you know, be financially free. And so that way I can uh, take the time that I have on this earth to uh, do what I want to do in a positive way, give back how I can. And uh, just overall, obviously give my family a better life too. So. Why do you want to be financially free? Like what, what's the reason behind that? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to be tied down to, anything essentially i mean this world is is i mean let alone the world uh the united states has has so much to offer us uh, i want to see with my own eyes every corner of this country um i want to get to other countries that are around the world i want to be able to travel i want to show uh my loved ones and people and my close ones you know uh, other things that we haven't seen it goes back to kind of generational you know breaking that 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 uh that chain where you know people are just going to work coming home, doing their, you know, bills, sending checks out, paying, you know, and, and not uh, living life. Ultimately, I want to live life. So I think in in a, in a two words to answer your question, just live life, man. I want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And then what's live life? What, what's the definition behind that? Like, how do you live life? And, and I think it's important because as entrepreneurs, we think once I get that, one thing right like yeah. once I, i'm gonna be happy right there and, and i think we all fall in that category at one point in our journey and how does one change that because i know for a fact with me 
I, I just started like when you and it's so cliche. Enjoy the process, trust the process, and it is so true, guys. And and once you start doing that, things just change. And and I promise you that. But what? How do you live life now while you're building this? Because you, congrats, you just had a second little one. Uh, you had a puppy, another one on the way. <laughs> I'm giving all kinds of updates on this uh, family, but uh, what what um? How do you do that now, man? Without kind of letting the business run you. Yeah. So right now, um, I, I live life in the way of obviously I got to be present for uh, my kids, for my wife. Um, I got to be the best husband I can be, be the best dad I can be. So that requires me to uh, shut things off you know, a certain time of the day. I'm not 100 percent about that. I will. You know, I'm the first to admit, hey, I will definitely be working into the night and on my either my phone or my laptop doing things when I shouldn't be doing it. That's definitely something we're going to continue to work on. But uh you know, that's that's where I don't want to be. I don't want to be locked into that. I don't want to um, have to do those things to, you know, make sure the next day goes well for business and take away from my kids or my family. So um, that's how we're living life right now. And ultimately, how I want to live life is being able to I mean, I kind of mentioned it. Yeah. Like being able to travel. That'd be great. But ultimately, being able to uh, give back in any way I can in certain categories that are, are going to be, you know, some of that are dear to our hearts between me and my wife um, and being able to help people in certain situations that maybe we were in at one point and um, ultimately, obviously, giving my, my my family a better life overall. So um, I think between those two things, that's kind of how, you know, we live life now or I live life now and then how I see myself living life in the future is, is uh you know, building a business, be able to be free, but then ultimately being able to give back, whether it be money or whether it be my time or my knowledge of some sort, uh, giving back is something that's that I definitely am looking forward to doing. And I think people are so tied up with money, like that they think giving back means money when in reality, it's it's like the that saying, right? Like you teach somebody how to fish, their life changes instead of giving them a fish that so they're just going to eat up and be done. And, and I, I try my best to practice that. Uh, I, I know family friends, sometimes it's not their favorite characteristic of me, but then when they see it a few years later, they definitely thank me for it because now they got that, whatever that lesson was. Um, and, you know, just talking about just financial freedom and all that. Um, I know when, when you, when you got to hustle, right? Like I think at the end of the day, it's funny cause I, the whole hustle thing, I definitely lived it in my teens, in my 20s for sure. But I feel like my goal was to not do that in my 30s. And, and uh, I feel like I've done that to a certain extent because I still have that itch, man. I, I you know, but but nowadays it's more hustle to inspire, uh, you know, like what we're doing right now. This is me. This is my hustle. This is what I'm doing to inspire others. I hope there's that kid like me when I was 16 years old, 15, 14 years old that uh, needs to hear what we're talking about. So that way they know that, Hey, it's going to be okay, man. There's, there's bigger things out there for you. And and I think uh, so far, man, you've delivered some fire content. Um, But where I was going with this, uh, so we're, we just booked our flights. We're going to go to LA. It's been a while. We go see family, but just do LA things. And uh, I bring that up because uh, you know, one of the things we're definitely going to hit the beach once or probably a lot. <laughs> um, but uh, I was talking to my daughter. I was telling you that uh, we did a little ride along the other day where she came with me. And, uh, you know, I just kind of showed her everything that I do. And I think that's important for you to do that, uh, because if you're not pouring into your kids, who's pouring into your kids? And 
one of the things we talked about was kind of like, uh, you know, like being out there and being able to run our businesses on this thing right here. And those of you who aren't watching, it's just a cell phone, a smartphone. And, you know, uh, in a perfect life would be, uh, I think you need to be disciplined with this thing because this could be the, the best tool in your life or it could be the worst thing. It's just like, uh, an addiction. Like a uh, matter of fact, I was listening to a book, uh, shit, like, couple weeks ago or a week ago where it talked about how the United States hasn't done nothing about it. Well, meanwhile, in China, there's actually rehab centers for people, for kids, especially that, that are on these, on, on these iPads and on all these, all these things. And that's just sad, man. I think we, we need to know when to have those and when not to, and definitely don't mix it while you're at the beach. But I will say if we have to, it's kind of nice knowing that you can be at the beach and be able to send somebody to, for whatever issue came up in your company. And, and I think to me, that's financial freedom. And I, I don't think that you fully, even if you make it to the top of your company and you end up leaving your company and just have it auto, I think there's always going to be that one call or two, you know, that you're going to receive. So I know at the end, we all want the, the, that top of the ladder, right? But uh, there's always going to be those calls. I think it's just uh, enjoying the journey, right? Like kind of to tie everything up together with that. Um, with that being said, man, what are some lessons that you've given your daughter uh so far and stuff that you talked to her about yeah man i'm actually uh really open with my daughter she comes along with me she's only six my first daughter six and we got a six week old as well so um so brinley she's six uh she definitely sees what we're doing um as far as flooring she knows floor co she understands it's a business she understands we install flooring um, and we make houses look better with flooring. Uh, obviously, we keep it very simple for her, but we take her, I'll take her to um, on the, kind of some ride-alongs with me as well. We'll go to new construction. A lot of times she wants to see the the big new houses on the lake, right? So so we'll go out, um, I'll introduce her to kind of that, uh, what's going on, and we'll come in, I'll do the estimate. She'll kind of walk around. She thinks she's a little mini realtor so she'll show me around the house even though it's her first time in it but um she and then we'll kind of go back to once we get done with it she's seen the finished product so she's kind of seen the start the start and the finish of flooring um in that sense <clears throat> we've also um uh, talked you know just and then that's kind of on the business side but then we uh we do affirmations together um, you know, it's something that we were doing every day for a while. It's not every day now, but she knows about affirmations. She knows that she needs to talk kind to herself, be positive about herself. And she definitely knows that if she says she can't do it, or if she says she can do it, she's right either way. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's something that's funny because she actually had a conversation with, she was talking to somebody, another adult actually this weekend, this past weekend. And the adult was kind of pushing her a little bit because she's, she's really good at that. She's kind of, she likes to lead kids and ask them kind of some critical questions. And she was challenging her a little bit and uh, really stopped. And she goes, Oh yeah, my daddy tells me that too. She's like, if I can, or I can't, and I always, you know, that's what it is. So it, that, that was, that's something that made me proud that she actually listens Man, <laughs> and that yeah. she's, uh, that she's, she's picking up on these things at, at six years old. So um, but we, we plan on doing, you know, showing her entrepreneurship, introducing her to that, those types of things, because that's stuff that was not introduced to us or to me, at least for sure. And I think my wife would agree. So, um, we're going to continue to show her, you know, as much as we can. Um, and as she grows up, she's obviously going to start making her own decisions, but hopefully we guide her in the right direction and, and she makes some good choices and, and, uh, we can 
and be there with it and, and help her along. Mm. And, and earlier, earlier it goes along with that you said change is change. Uh, what because there's so many people stuck and they're just stuck, and that word means uh, a lot more than just being stuck, right? Like, it just think about it stuck in life, like, and you don't want to be there. That That's a sad place to be, and unfortunately, it's happening a lot more than what we would want to. So how can somebody change, man? Because I, I truly believe you have to want it. You have to want to change. Otherwise, it's not going to change. It's not going to change anything. And people are so stuck on like, no, this is me, right? Like, this is who I am. And in reality, do you even know who you are? So like, what's your perspective on that? We'll be right back. Before we continue, go subscribe to Billy the Kid YouTube. That is Billy, D-H-A-K-I-D. Also, go follow Billy the Kid music on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, and everywhere else. Music is available. And now, back to this great episode. Let's go. I'm hopping out the two door, wearing number two four. Hey. Feel like Kobe though, I'm winning, need to do more. My mama sorry, college wasn't for me. Street smart, no degree, just like Kobe. Self-made boss with a suit like a mogul. I'm the new era. You see it on my logo. Um, I'll say there's a lot of people that preach routine, which is not a bad thing, right? Uh, routine this, routine that, routine everything. Um, I think uh, that to keep yourself uncomfortable, you know, you need to make some changes in your life, right? So, I mean, it can be little things, man. Like, get in the habit of making changes or doing things that you didn't do yesterday. If you're, if you had, if you have a W-2 or if you had a project, if you had a job site and you're on this job site for a week, you don't have to drive back and forth to the same project, the same direction every time, take a different route, take the scenic route, you know, um, do anything that you can to, to again, get yourself uncomfortable. Uh, but you, you, if you fall into that trap of being comfortable and being and doing the same things, um, that could be, that could be a, a, a recipe for disaster for you. Um, not taking anything away from routines, you know, people that are in good routines that are positive, that's great, but you can also fall in those traps of, uh, bad routines that can just take you, take you down the wrong path. So, so true, true, man. And, and, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely that, that, that chapter, chapter in my book, man, uh, routine means less money. money. At, At the end of the day, day that's, that's the reality. You get into that routine, you're not going to make as much as you can as to if you put yourself out there, right? Get uncomfortable and, and take things to the next level. So I love that. Uh, uh, since we're kind of in the, in the area here, man, what's happiness to you, dude? Happiness, man, it, it's, uh, it's going to be, you know, a healthy, me being healthy, first of all, um, so that way I can make sure that my kids are healthy. My wife is healthy. They're taken care of. Um, it, it's definitely family oriented. Uh, happiness is something that is something that I'm always going to strive for, something that I'm always going to look for. Never going to stop trying to get that um, specifically, but uh, it's going to be something that uh, kind of ties into my time and being able to use my time how I want to use it, which in return goes back to you know, building businesses to, to, to help benefit that. So um, that's why we're doing what we're doing, man. We're trying to build businesses to, to create the time for ourselves. And so that way we can have the happiness and, and spend um, as much time and as much as we can with, with our kids and the family and, and uh, help them grow and, and get happiness in their lives as well. Mm, love it. As, as much, much as I hate to, man, to, we gotta wrap, wrap it up. You got the world, world to take over, man, and go go one one floor at a time. So uh, I, I'm gonna ask you the same questions that I ask every guest at the end of the million dollar hustle. Uh, the first one uh, with the million dollar hustle, 
what do you think are three things that somebody needs to do that if you do these three things, you're going to get to your million dollar hustle and beyond, right? And again, guys, those of you who are listening, the million dollar hustle, it doesn't mean just a millionaire. Like it, 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 it's the mindset, right? That you have to adapt to, to get to whatever goals you have. And it's just funny because people have this thing with money and like, oh, you care about his money. It's like, no, I'm just selling. I'm just hustling to inspire, to put it to you, to your face. Hopefully I catch your attention so you can listen. So what are three things that somebody must do in order for them to get on their million dollar hustle? Uh, number one is uh, continued education. We talked about that. That's I think that is the number one thing to do <clears throat> uh, when whatever you're trying to accomplish, educate yourself on it. Uh, whatever you want to learn, educate yourself on it, connect with people, make sure that you're never stop. You don't ever stop learning or, or stop growing in that aspect. Um, uh, focus, uh, focus and discipline. I'll put those together. That would be number two. And number three, stay uncomfortable. Um, I know we're on the get uncomfortable, mat, uh, uh, get uncomfortable podcast right now, basically, but it's like, that's something that has been instilled in me and a hundred percent. That's something that um, you got to continue to do to continue to grow yourself. So stay uncomfortable and get after it. Mm, love it, man. And then if you were to look at your younger self, Stephen, what would be the advice that you would give yourself looking back now uh, as a 15, 18 year old? Man, um, advice I give myself is to um, believe that I can do it. I think I had early on, I, I I had thoughts that I wanted to do X, Y, Z, but then there was also those thoughts of, man, I don't, I'm not sure. So I had those limiting beliefs um, early on, um, believe that you can do it and, uh, and take action a little earlier, you know, I'm still young, 34, yep, 34, but, uh, <laughs> but it's something that, uh, I could have started earlier if I would have did, had a little more focus and, um, but he, we are here now and, uh, we're, uh, we're ready to go for a long for the ride. So here we go. Let's go. And then what's, uh, if you were to write a book, what would be the theme and title of that book? Theme and title of the book, man. Um, can't take, get uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Stay uncomfortable. Part two. Let's go. <laughs> uh, no, it would be, it would be something that was around, um, it probably, honestly, I'd probably kind of tell my story uh, and just kind of how uh, I didn't come up from the roughest parts of town or anything like that, but everybody has their own situations with their family. Um, and I think it would kind of tell my story on how I came out from being um, within a, a family that wasn't, you know, positive about change, positive about trying to do things differently and, and growing up and, and uh, you know, trying to be the person I want to be. So it might be a book that might take me, you know, another 10 more years to kind of put together overall, but it's something that I, I've mentioned it to you, actually, man. It's something that I would definitely want to do in some time is, is write a book so that way I can share my story. Um, I think that on a second note there, I would also want to potentially write a book that, on how to do what I did once I am... Um, a lot further along this road, but that way I can, uh, my daughters or kids or other people's kids or young ones can, can kind of follow my journey to it exactly specifically with business. Right. So two separate books, maybe one personal side, one business side, but ultimately, uh, putting it out there so that it can be soaked up by younger generations. I love that, man. And then what's, uh, I know you mentioned who won how earlier, but what's a book that will say change your life or just is life changing? Yeah. Oh, um, you recommend. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I really like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I would say. Um, but 
Uh, honestly, I like the second book <clears throat> a little bit more. Um, the Cash Flow Quadrant. Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad was something when I read it. It was a book that more so. Um, how do I say? It, it was a book that uh, like solidified solidified my thinking ab about things. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't like new to me, and I don't mean that in a cocky way or anything. Like it, like I I felt like I understood those things that he was talking about, but it really broke it down and in the stories and 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 let me know that it is something that is definitely true and I'm not on the wrong track. Um, but the cash flow quadrant, <clears throat> I think, um, really opened my eyes a little bit more on just like how the world works and and how we need to use it to our advantage, essentially. So um, I think those two kind of combined were something that that uh, and those are books I can listen to, read to read every every single day. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, they both you can always pick up gems each, each and every time you read those things. So um, those would be I'm going to make my one book, two books and 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 uh, give it up for Robert Kiyosaki on that one. Yes, sir. The OG man. Can't go wrong with anything that he puts out. Uh, I put those on my Amazon store, guys. Those of you are listening, it's uh, Amazon.com slash shop slash Billy the Kid. I have a list, a gang of books in there, man. Like it, I think last time I checked, it was like a hundred something books that I have on that list. And I know those are one of them. Those two are in there. So make sure you guys go grab a copy, man. Um, I think that it, like, like Steven said, if you listen closely, like education, man, you got to keep it rolling. And sometimes it is repetitive. It is like, I probably said a couple things on this show that I've said a million times before, but I'm going to keep saying it because that's all we need. We need to keep hearing that uh, and always go back to the shows uh, for the other ones that, that we got on there. Um, I, I do want to ask you one thing, Stephen, um, since you are part of the family, man. And again, I, I truly want to thank you, man, for staying down and, and see because you've seen the results. Uh, I think that's the most important thing with everything. People think that... Uh, maybe just oh well if i pay this money or something right and it doesn't work like that and and also i could easily do it for free but it's not gonna keep people accountable as much if you're paying a fee you're gonna be in there and you're gonna show up and and you've just you've done just that man you show up you you keep all of us accountable like i said you're you're definitely a big part of this whole thing man and and i truly believe it wouldn't be where it's at without you and and all the accomplishments that you've done so can you sell it one time to somebody that's listening out there like, uh, you know, it, because I, I, I don't I want this thing to grow too big, big but I, I wouldn't mind another person, person jump, jumping in, in uh, because I, I think we all can agree that we like the, you know, we, we all have something to say in there. It's, it's very family oriented. Like we we're vocal in there. Um, what would you say to somebody out there that uh, is interested in all, anything that we got going on? So the first thing that comes to anybody's mind when I say, oh, I'm in a mastermind or I I, I got a coach. Um, well, how much was that? How much does that cost? Oh, it costs X amount of dollars. Um, and then in their mind, they're like, oh, they're trying to do math in their head real quick. Like, oh, how am I supposed to recoup my money um, if, you know, if I go to these meetups? Like, what what does that do for me? Like, that's what they're they want, that immediate satisfaction. And um, it's not that at all. I mean, it's something that it's an investment right so with many investments you put the money in it's got to do its thing it's got to work for you you got to be open-minded about it and then it, in return it will come back and it's not gonna you not it might not be specifically a monetary value that comes back to you it's something that oh you know what i learned this in the match we were talking about this and oh now i can apply it to my life and you know what it might make 
my business run better, which you're not going to necessarily see a dollar amount on that. So um, you got to get rid of the mindset of how much it costs and how much you're getting back and make sure that you're open-minded, um, have that abundance mindset for sure. And you come in and you want to soak it up, give back your own feedback too. You can't come into a mastermind and not, you know, give anything back either. So it's all about giving uh, across the board. Um, but it's something that's going to, it's going to pay off no matter what. Like if you are going to look at this thing as a positive thing is going to pay off and, um, it's not always in, in the monetary value. So, uh, if you can get over that, which it's hard to sell that necessarily, because I mean, it's something that if you're not there, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. So if you're not in the room, you just don't know if you're not in the room with, um, you know, people that are having high-end conversations, you don't, you don't know what the hell they're talking about. You you don't have any idea. So um, until you try that and you come in with, uh, with, uh, with a growth mindset, then, then, um, you know, you're going to be in the same position that you were. So. Mm, I love that dude. And, and you touched on a very big point there. Like, can you imagine like you walk into a conversation that Tom Brady's having, like we don't, like we don't even, yeah, can't even understand <laughs> that. <laughs> like, yeah. like the, or Kobe, right? Like uh, Kobe and his coach that you know, uh, it, it's just crazy. Uh, so I, that, I think that was the best way. Like even uh, this month, because uh, it's accountability, guys. At its finest, like even this month. Uh, one of the uncomfortables on there uh, mentioned that one of their goals was to go to church more often. Right. And I'd say the name, but obviously it's personal goals in there. And, and I'm going to say it because it's my own goal that touched me. Cause I'm like, you know what? And and right now that you're listening, this, this is in July, uh, April and May. And then part of June, we were in church, like during the week during, we were in there during the weekend and we did kind of back up the, towards the end of June. And so when, when I heard the, the person saying that in there, like it, it touched me. And I was like, you know what? Boom, I'm going to do that. And then guess what? We both agreed. Hey, let's check in every Sunday when we're in church. And that's just the accountability. And and it's simple, guys. It sounds, and some some of you guys, it might even sound dumb, but it, who's the dumbest person if, if it is dumb to you? Because are you doing those little things? And, and, I, and I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, so I love that, dude. Uh, again, and what's uh, something that you want to get off your chest before we head out of here, before we drop your, your information and everything? Uh, what, what's one thing you want to kind of leave behind? Yeah, I want, I want to uh, piggyback off of what you just said. You know, again, somebody in the group mentioned, hey, I got to step it up in this category. And you're like, you know what? I got to do the same thing. In return for you, you might meet somebody in that scenario. Or you might end up coming across somebody or getting advice that's going to in return give back to you. So you got to remember kind of going back to what I was saying. Um, it's not about, OK, how much do I pay and what do I get back? Uh, if, when you're in these groups, it's all positive. It's all motivational and it puts you in the right places. And, 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 and in turn, you know, it's the right time. It's not about being lucky. It's about putting yourself in the right spot at the right time. So uh, just kind of something that I want and, to and actually to before that, man, just, just because I, I think it goes along with this. Uh, we mentioned kind of like return investment. Everybody wants to see it right now, right here. Would you say that you've seen a return investment being in this group and the coaching? Hundred percent. I've. I'll say this. I've seen a return on investment um, in other places too, but I actually have seen it monetarily because if I wouldn't have been in these groups, I probably wouldn't have been making the changes in my business that I needed to or that I have. I guess um, putting systems in place, uh, people in place, and then so that those those two things, people and systems, have 
generated Florco more money in the, these first six months than the last year's, you know, first half of the year. So um, in return for me, yes, it hundred percent has given me a return on investment in, in my money category, but uh, it goes way, way, way beyond that. So um, which the things that aren't money are the more important things anyway. So um it, it just all ties together, man. And that's a, that's a great point that you made right there. Yeah, I love that, man. And it, because it, I, I can truly, guys, those of you who are listening and the uncomfortables, those of you who are listening, shout out to y'all, man. Uh, I, I truly believe and I will stand by it that uh, monetarily, if we talked money, like everybody has seen the the money back end more. And and uh, I think we could ask all of us that. Like we could uh, we could ask every single person in the uncomfortable yeah, mastermind. So I want to thank them, but uh, back to that, uh, to that uh, question, like what's something you want to get off your chest, kind of leave leave behind in this yeah. episode, man? Yeah, for anybody out there maybe struggling or, or, or slowing down or thinking you might not be able to do it, um, you know, maybe listen to this thing a couple of times, you know, change brings change, stay uncomfortable. And don't stop. You know, those are three things that I want to make sure that everybody knows and everybody continues uh, to work on. So um, that's something I continue to work on every single day. So uh, continue to get after it and uh, you'll start seeing some some big, big things happening in your life. Boom, man. Love it. And then where can people find you, Stephen? Uh, also drop your website, too, man. I know you got you got that thing. Yep. Heating yep. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely, I guess our, our number one spot right now to get a hold of me would probably be uh, on, on Facebook um, at Florco. Easily find us. We we put up a decent amount of content there. Um, and then we uh, we got a website going up, www.florcoomaha.com. Um, that'll be live, too. And and uh, you guys will be able to check out kind of what we're doing. We'll get some blogs on there. Uh, we are high on educating our clients and our customers and whoever else wants to check us out. So we'll be educating on uh, products that we're bringing out, uh, new products that are coming to uh, the industry, um, and uh, kind of tying some things in with, uh, you know, the NWFA that we're involved with, National Wood Floor Association. Um, again, another continued education uh, source that we that we work with. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's where you can find me, um, or you can shoot me an email to floorcoomaha at gmail.com. Uh, I always respond to everything and and I and I I want people to reach out. I want people to be interested in maybe not necessarily specifically flooring, but uh maybe you know something that they heard that we talked about today that they have questions on. I'd love to maybe sit down or have a Zoom or have a conversation about anything and everything. Let's get it, man. Well, thank, thank you so much, much Stephen. I appreciate it, bro. Uh, you already know, man. It's it's. Uh, I can't wait, I can't to, wait see to see what you do, man, and, man, and all the stuff, stuff that you got, got going. going and like, like we say, we'll see you at the top, top baby. And those of you who are listening, make sure you guys subscribe to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast. Hit me up on YouTube. That's where uh, all these episodes are released. And then uh, we, I have a playlist on there that you guys can go through every single episode, including this one. And please share it, screenshot wherever it is that you're listening, and then. Tag us, man. Tag Steven. Tag me. And we're going to share it as well. Until next time, baby. Let's get it. Used to be lazy and be mediocre. Early in the morning to late like a soldier. All independent, bitch. I be the owner. I'm my own boss and don't need no promoter. A thousand tries and if I fail, keep it moving. You got to lose to win. Standing tall when I'm losing. Not giving up. But it don't stop what I'm doing. Instead of giving up, every loss I'm improving. I'm going through too much.